60,000 is brought to you in part by RP Funding. RP Funding Inc. is licensed and can offer loans in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and West Virginia, and is also licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance and by the Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Office is located at 500 Wonderly Place, Suite 300, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Telephone 321-397-4420. RP Funding's nationwide mortgage licensing system ID number is 70168, and Robert Palmer's NMLS ID number is 76197. We're saving thousands with Robert Palmer right here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. Robert Palmer is your financial advisor. Customers have been waiting for this type of radio show for a long time because Robert advises us every day on personal finance, credit cards, debt management, home ownership, home refis, and much, much more. Robert Palmer is attacking these things seven days a week on over 80 radio stations and 24 hours, seven days a week on his own iHeart channel. Simply search Robert Palmer. Those who listen to the Saving Thousands radio show and who frequent our SavingThousands.com website are becoming informed and empowered as masters of their own financial world. There's no intimidation when they go for a loan. There's none of this worrying about late charges and fees because they are on top and you too can be. Today is the day that you take charge of your finances, beginning with Robert Palmer. Now, on today's show, we'll take a look back at the causes of the housing meltdown. We'll get advice on getting to know the real charges associated with credit cards. We'll talk about the world of refinance. It's really not that complicated. And we'll talk about mortgage companies and those greedy junk fees that you shouldn't be paying anyway. We'll talk about your medical bills. How do your old medical bills reflect on your credit report? And we'll talk about using a refinance. And today, refinances are back in the news, but we're talking about using a refinance to lower the cost associated with home ownership. So having said all that, Robert, we know there's still a lot of people that are not back in the housing market. They're a little bit worried about it. They saw the downfall several years ago, and they're just worried it could happen again. But there's been so many safety measures put in place to make sure that doesn't happen again. And we've talked about stated income, and we've talked about subprime loans, but there was more to it than that, right? Uh, the other big thing, the other big kicker uh, was down payment, right? And, and so during the pre-crisis, you could buy a home with no money out of pocket. Yeah, that's right. right? And, and where this really impacted things uh, is is when we get into what we call jumbo loans, right? So as we sit here today, if you want to buy a $420,000 house, maybe a $430,000 house, right? You can put 5% down, right? And, and you can finance 410000 uh, you can go all up to 417000 as long as you have your 5% down. But that that stops around a $430,000 house. Uh, as soon as you go to a $500,000 house, now you're looking at a down payment of more like $75,000. Okay, Because the, the lending rules are different when the loan amount is over $417,000. So there's kind of this natural cap baked in right now where it's very difficult for a home to cross that price range, right? Because when you're when your house is priced at $430,000, $440,000, someone with only a 20 or $30,000 down payment uh, can can come buy that house. Once you cross that threshold, you've eliminated all those people and now you have to have people who have like a 70, 80 or $90,000 down payment. That's a big difference, right? And, and so because certain homes are being held there, uh, what happens is if, if you go out and if the really nice house is only four hundred and fifty thousand because they're four hundred forty thousand because they don't want to cross that threshold. Then the house in the neighborhood that's just a little bit not quite as nice as that one can't really, uh, you know, it, it can't be the same price because then everyone would buy the nicer house. Uh-huh. And so on the high end of the home price bucket, there is some constraint on how much appreciation we're going to see. Uh, back during the boom, you could buy a million dollar house with no money out of pocket. Today, if you want to buy a million dollar house, you're talking about a two hundred thousand dollar down payment, right? So on a million dollar house, the the monthly payment is you know maybe six thousand a month, and there's a lot of people out there that say, oh, I could afford a six thousand dollar a month mortgage payment. I'll go buy a million dollar house, but then they realize they have to make a two hundred thousand dollar down payment, <laughs> right? Which is like three years of the monthly payment. So now they're gonna have to take that six thousand a month and save it for three years before they can go buy that million dollar house, which is probably the way it should be, right? Uh-huh. In all honesty. But that's the world we find ourselves in today. So all of these protections, the protections from regulators, the protections from the new laws, 
uh, the things they passed to plug the holes that the mortgage industry used to give people artificially lowered payments have been plugged. And that is what is going to protect us from another housing crash. And and Wall Street sees this. The, the, the rental, the guys buying all these rental properties see this. The guys investing in these rental bonds we talk about, they all see this. But unfortunately, the, the average American consumer does not, right? Because why? Because they're not educated when it comes to, to all things finance. And I'm going to throw home buying into to finance and financial uh, because most of us finance homes. Very few, very few first-time home buyers are out there paying cash. That's right. Uh, and so the, the people who absolutely need the most education and need to understand this don't have it. Uh, and so they're renting and they're scared to buy or they think they can't buy. And we're going to talk about that next, Rob, why, why people have this fear that they, they can't buy houses or why they have this fear that they're going to be denied for the mortgage or they're not going to be able to buy the house and they only want to try. And, uh, and that's, that's really where we stand. So my advice to you, and the, the reason we brought up this whole article uh, is, is, one, to explain the fact that there's not going to be a, a big crash in home values because the rental guys, the, the, the big hedge funds who bought a bunch of property are going to sell it because they're not. They've actually put themselves in a position where they can't sell now because they've already got their profit for the next five years worth of rental income. So they're, they're good. They're happy. If anything, they're going to take some of that money they just got and they're going to buy more houses which will put some more pressure on home prices, right? Uh, the other interesting thing we, we, we see, Rob, is new construction. So builders actually started building bigger houses when yes. the crash happened because they didn't want to sell as many houses. And so they went the opposite route. And they said, well, instead of messing with all those people who are going to put you know, five or 10000 down, let's just go build mansions and we'll steal the, the buyer who does have the 200000 down away from the resale and get them to come buy our new construction house. And so the gap between new construction and existing homes uh, nationally is one of the largest it's been ever. It's huge. There's a huge gap right now. Hmm. Uh, and, and so we, I think we really, a couple things our economy needs is one, we need people to, we need builders to start building some smaller houses because now they should be able to make some profit on smaller houses because values are up high enough in that range. Uh, and then we need more people buying, right? We need more people out there. Uh, and this is what's going to help GDP. This is what's going to help bring the economy back. This is what's going to help continue to move everything forward. Uh, because really, the, the the labor market is good. I mean, you know, the last jobs report was good. Unemployment is very low. Uh, you know, wage growth is starting to come. Uh, what's really continuing to drag the economy is, as always, and, and has it as it has been since you know 2007, is housing. And, and so, it, what I want people to understand. It, there's all this misinformation and there's all this, oh, it's too hard to buy a house. It's too hard to qualify. And, and let me tell you, it's just not true. All right, Robert. And coming up, we're going to be talking about the fees and the interest charges associated with your credit cards. But the problem is it's hard to find them. Yeah. And this whole new world of smartphone apps and all that sort of thing. It's easy to see our balance. It's easy to see how much credit we've got left on the card. But boy, we've got to look long and hard and try to find what the interest rate is and what the interest rate has been on the current bill. Well, we'll talk about that when we come back. But right now, let me talk about this. We are empowering you through the radio show and we're empowering you through a great website called savingthousands.com. That's right, savingthousands.com. But we'll talk more about savingthousands.com in a few minutes. But right now, I want to talk about a whole new way you can access financial empowerment from us right here at the Saving Thousands Network of Companies. And that is our brand new Saving Thousands app from Robert Palmer. It's an app for your phone. When you visit your app store, you download the free Saving Thousands app today. Now, once it's loaded onto your smartphone, you can access on-demand previous radio shows just like the one you're listening to right now. So you'll be able to go back and you'll find shows by the date and you'll be able to listen to them in case maybe you were listening to a show and you were driving to work, and you got to the parking lot, and you thought, boy, I'd sure like to listen to the end of this show, but you had to go in and clock in, right? Well, here's a way that you can listen to the shows on demand right on your smartphone, right there on your earbuds, on the Saving Thousands app. You're totally empowered, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and you are becoming a financial ninja. Speaking of money, a lot of people have been talking lately about TRID. What is TRID? Well, TRID is a handful of new regulations and procedures that we all go through now to get a mortgage. TRID took place from the federal government in October, all right, just earlier this very month. And there was a lot of skepticism. There was a lot of speculation. 
there were a lot of uh, late night talk show pundits on the financial networks saying that there was too much in this, that the change was too drastic. I mean, it was unbelievable. The first change in real estate mortgages since 1976, the first major change anyway. Well, this was built around giving you the information you need sooner in the process of the mortgage rather than later. You know, more disclosure on what fees are being charged, what the process is. And so TRID was actually welcomed with open arms by Robert Palmer himself. And most of you know, Robert Palmer is a veteran mortgage company owner. So therefore, a lot of companies were saying they didn't like the new rules. Robert says he loves the new rules. And to sort of showcase that, that embracing, when the first applications were taken under TRID and banks were saying, oh, we can't close for 60 to 80 days. There's too many changes that have to be made. There's too much that we need to do internally. Robert Palmer was able to totally process from beginning to closing a mortgage in 10 days. So you see, you need to shop around and go to a company that's ahead of the game and knows what they're doing. Now, Robert, we know that the credit card companies all give us an app now for the credit cards, but it gives us, as I was saying earlier, it only gives us our balance and basically when our next payment is due and what that payment would be. Well, it used to be that we could get a paper statement, we could read it, and we knew all the charges. So what is your advice when it comes to credit cards? So here's what I want everyone to do. I want you to download those PDFs and I want you to look at them, all right? <laughs> Take the statement credit. Let them stop mailing them to you. That's fine. We'll all save the environment together, but don't stop looking at the paper statement. Mm -hmm. You know, so go on there, click however many links you have to click to to find the PDF of your paper statement and get it and look at it. And I want you to sit down and I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to say to yourself, I spent $391.11 last month in interest. <sighs> say it four or five times to yourself. Mm. All right. And see how differently you feel about leaving balances on those credit cards, right? Because information is power, folks, and they know it, and they're afraid of it. Mm -hmm. You know, they know. They, they want to shut me up so bad they can't stand it, you know? I'm out here telling people all the dirty tricks, right? And, and, and then guess what? If you know about the dirty tricks, they don't work anymore. That's right. right? The tricks only work because you don't know. You're sitting here thinking, oh, this is so great. We're saving the environment, right? And the average consumer doesn't recognize that, well, there's no, all this information is missing from the new screen, right? Just, you know, what, what's going on here? You know, and, and, and just it's this cat and mouse game. And so, you know, maybe next the government will start to regulate the online banking and make them show more of this information. Mm -hmm. And then they'll just figure out how to stick it somewhere else, right? Then they'll move it from the Internet to a mobile app. And then the government will come back out and say, oh, well, when you have a mobile app, you have to show the information. You know, it's just it's this constant cat and mouse game. And the consumer is always going to lose unless the consumer educates themselves, unless we educate ourselves, mm -hmm. unless we become skeptical of these companies, right? Unless we look out for ourselves, unless we try to find the hidden meaning in, in everything they're doing. Because trust me, they're not making any decisions because they could care less about the environment, okay? It's not, everything has an agenda with large financial services companies. This is one of the first things I learned in my career. It's one of the things that drove me out of the big financial services companies. Mm -hmm. What drove me into starting my own companies, what drove me into starting RP funding so I could be different, so I could not play the game, so I could not hide things from people, so I could not try to sit up at night and try to figure out ways to to you know to get around government regulation to not have to show people the truth because oh my god what if they pay us back on time and don't waste money on interest and what if we don't charge them fees and how are we ever going to survive it's easy folks it's really easy mm -hmm. you know i mean if you think about if you think about how little they pay us on our savings accounts and how yeah. little they pay us on bonds right how dare they charge anyone a 29% interest rate on a credit card but it happens mm -hmm. it happens today and it happens to a lot of people. And those people just don't realize. They just, they don't realize. They, they're not, they don't see. They, they can't tell how bad it is. And that's what this is all about. So that is my, uh, that's my rant about the credit card industry. Uh, so do yourself that favor. Look at the PDF. Study those boxes. They really have some great information. The, mm -hmm. the new regulations force them to show you what it would look like to pay that debt off sooner, what making a small extra payment every month would do, and get yourself on a plan to get that debt retired. You know, I, I'm a, I personally... I'm a big fan of paying off your highest interest rate debt first. Uh, I know there's there's yeah. others that, that preach differently. Uh, I'm a numbers and cents guy. Mm -hmm. So if credit card A is at 29% interest and $1,000, it's costing me $299 a year. Okay. If credit card B is at 15% interest and it's a $500 balance, right? It's not costing me as much, but it's not costing me near as much because the percentage is different. And so if I put $100, mm -hmm. if I make an extra $100 payment on a 15% interest rate card, I say $15. 
If I put a $100 extra payment on a 29% interest rate card, I save $29. I would rather save $29 than $15. So when you decide you want to start retiring your debt, you've got to start with the highest interest rate debts. And guess what? If you've got a credit card that's 0% interest for six months, don't pay that one off first. No hey, way. You know, you want to know when you pay that one off? Six months and one day, right? Day 181. <laughs> you know, stick it to them a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because, hey, let me tell you, that's six months. You know, because you've seen these, Rob, you get these offers, oh, yeah. transfer your balance to us, and we'll give you six months six with months. no interest, right? And they lose money during that six months. Right. I mean, they lose a lot of money. I mean, in our example, if you took your $1,000 limit, $1,000 balance, they're paying 29% interest on, 290 bucks a year, you transfer it over, right? You're going to save half of that money for six months of no That's interest, right. right? You save half of that 290 bucks right there, done. And, uh, and so take advantage of these opportunities, and so don't pay that one off first, and, and while mm -hmm. you're saving... The, the $145 on that card, we'll put that somewhere else. Put that on one of your other interest rate, higher interest rate cards. But then beware, because when the 0% expires, you now have a new master in life, and they may have a higher interest rate. You know, you yeah. never know. You got to look at it. And, and so these are all the decisions we have to make as consumers. And if we are conscious of what we are spending in, in interest, right? Because right? I think what a lot of people think is like, oh, so I, I bought that, I bought that uh, stuff. I bought the stuff. I went down to Best Buy and I bought some stuff. And the stuff cost $1,000. And so I mailed in a payment this month of $80. Well, now I probably only owe $920 on my stuff. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. You owe $998 on your stuff, even though you made an $80 payment, because that's mm -hmm. how interest works. The interest gets paid first. They pay themselves first, right? So when you make that payment, they take the interest out, and whatever's left goes towards your balance. And so once you've made $1,000 worth of payments, you do not owe zero. You know, you're probably still going to owe four or $500, depending on how long it took you to make that $1,000 worth of payments. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is what we've got to understand. We've got to do a better job of understanding interest, how it works, how it can make us a slave. And, and so when you think about this, Rob, we're talking about credit cards at, at numbers like 29%, 19%, 22%. Mortgage rates are in the threes and the fours. Wow. Right? So, I mean, where, where do you want to put your money? You know, I mean, I will let people come in here and, and you know, they, they want to put 20% down because they don't want to pay PMI. But they've got all these credit cards. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, well come on, put 10% down and pay off your credit cards. Stop being a slave to the interest. There's a lot more consumer empowerment coming up, and you'll be saving thousands right here on this great radio station. But a few moments ago, I mentioned savingthousands.com that goes hand in hand with that Saving Thousands app on your smartphone. So now you get the radio show, you have the Saving Thousands app, and we offer you savingthousands.com. Now, there's a whole team of researchers behind savingthousands.com. These people are working arguably in shifts almost 24 hours a day to bring you more articles, more radio shows, more info modules, everything you need to take over your finances. And you know, that's the one thing that we just don't do in our lives, it seems like. It seems like, you know, we start at kindergarten. And we go through and we've got our little allowance. Our parents give us some money. And then, of course, we may get our first job. Maybe it's a fast food restaurant and we're 15 or 16 years old. And then we're getting ready to go to college and we're faced with decisions on, well, number one, student loans. But number two, the minute we get on the college campus, there's that offer for a credit card. Now, we enter into all of that finances with no education. That's crazy. We've been taught for 14 years or so how to get a job and what job we're going to do, but nobody taught us what to do once the money comes in. It's nuts. That's why Robert Palmer and all of us work hard 24 hours a day to make sure that you're empowered. And that means that 24 hours a day, you can access Saving Thousands app or SavingThousands.com. And right now, when you go to SavingThousands.com, it's easier than ever to navigate. Right there across the top, you'll see our tabs. Those tabs are the rules to financial success, radio shows, station listings, and of course, the home value hotline. And there's more than that to savingthousands.com. But right now, I wanted to ask Robert about private mortgage insurance, PMI, all right? Now we know that if we have an 80-20 loan, that we're going to have to pay some private mortgage insurance or PMI. But now with FHA, They've gone up and down on the rates, but Robert, FHA is now permanent on your home loan for as long as you have it. You're paying somebody else's insurance. Now, explain all this, will you? So, for again, for our, and again, this is stuff the average public doesn't even know goes on. That's why we're here. So, FHA, let me give you the backstory on this. I'm a big backstory guy. There you, like, go. I, I, you know, here's the thing. I think 
that our listeners deserve and are intelligent enough to understand why things happen and not for me to just tell them, oh, be afraid of credit. Go hide from credit. Don't ever use credit. I mean, you guys need to understand you're educated, you're smart, you're, you know, you need to know the why behind things. And so here's, here's what happened with FHA. And FHA is a Federal Housing Administration loan. And this is a type of loan that most first-time homebuyers get because it only requires a 3.5% down payment. It's a little more flexible on your income, a little more flexible on your credit score. You know, it's really there to help people become homeowners without being reckless and, and giving loans to people that don't, don't qualify. But FHA, uh, as did anyone who made mortgages, saw some losses. They saw some trouble because a lot of people defaulted. A lot of people lost their home. A lot of people during the downturn couldn't sell that needed to sell, couldn't get out, uh, had a mortgage payment they couldn't afford, Right. And so FHA saw these losses piling up, and they actually were about to have to go to Congress and get a bailout. And the Federal Housing Administration does not want to have to get a bailout. And so they said, all right, we're going to have to raise our costs. We're going to have to raise our charge to the consumer. So when you get an FHA loan, you pay monthly mortgage insurance, which is like PMI. It's the FHA version of PMI. And, and they, they went from charging a half percent a year to 1.35% a year, oh, right? God. And so this means that even when interest rates, I think the best FHA interest rate I saw uh, it was probably three and a quarter, right? Maybe a three. And this was this was like 18, 24 months ago. But the problem is, you, on top of that three and a quarter or 3% interest you paid to us as the lender, you had to pay another 1.35% to FHA, which made the relative cost 4.35 or 4.55, depending on your, you oh. know, 4.6, which isn't all that great. And, and so they did this for two or three years and they, they banked all this cash and, and they finally got right. And they no longer are at risk of a bailout, and the funds have replenished, and the reserves are back, and everyone can now hold hands and sing Kumbaya at FHA. And so they finally decided to lower it back down. And so they didn't lower it all the way back, but they lowered it down to 0.85. So they, they lowered it considerably. And so if you've got an old FHA loan under the 1.35, which is anyone who got an FHA loan more than about four months ago, you can refinance that loan to lower the mortgage insurance. And here's what I will tell you, Rob. There are a lot of people calling in to do that. Right. What we find is most of them are better to go into a conventional loan. Now, we would make more money if we stuck them in a new FHA loan, right? I'll, I'll be completely honest, right? We are. And, and there's a lot of companies that are doing that. And there are some really big companies who are doing nothing but churning their customers from old FHA loans into new FHA loans because that's what puts the most money in their pocket. And that's the easiest way for them as the lender to make money. Well, what I have my guys do, because one thing is my staff doesn't make different money no matter what type of loan you get. Right. They don't. They have no right. incentive to sell you one type of loan versus the other. That's a very important thing to me. I don't ever want, you know, like that. We talked about that article where the guy was getting 13 points on reverse mortgages. Yeah. So he's, he's going to try to sell everybody a reverse mortgage because he makes $13,000 per reverse mortgage at this competitor of ours. If he sells him a forward mortgage, he makes five grand. If he sells him a reverse mortgage, he makes 13 grand. What's he going to sell? He's going to sell a reverse mortgage. Exactly. It's like it's like annuities. And we'll have that conversation another day. Oh, please. Financial planners make ridiculous money on annuities. And so they sell them to people, even if it's not the best financial thing. So I looked at all that. And that's one of the things that to me was broken in the industry. So all of my loan officers make the exact same money, no matter what loan you get, because I don't want them to be incentivized to sell you something crappy. So what we do is we look at your situation and guess what? For most people, their home has gone up in value over the last 18 months, right. last 24 months, and it's gone up in value enough that they can get into a conventional loan and have no PMI. So why would I stick you in a new FHA loan and have you pay a lower PMI when I could have stuck you in a conventional loan and had you pay no PMI? Well, the answer is greed. That's why some companies do it that way. Yeah. The other answer is some people do not qualify for the conventional loan. So I would say probably about one out of five people that call here. So if five people call here, wanting to do an FHA refinance to lower the mortgage insurance. Four of them, we end up putting into conventional loans and saving even more money. The fifth person is either in an area that didn't go up in value or there's something else about their situation, maybe their credit score, maybe their income, some other reason they have to take the FHA loan, which is still savings because they're lowering the mortgage insurance premium. Exactly. But the best solution is for us to be able to get you into a conventional loan. And again, that four out of five people that call here wanting an FHA to FHA refinance, we put into a conventional loan. So when, when this mortgage insurance dropped and, and everyone come out, came out and said, oh, FHA streamlined volumes are going to skyrocket. And so I geared up and I'm like, yep, let's do it. We're going to do all these FHA streamlined refinances. It's going to be great and whatever. And all of a sudden, like three months later, I'm looking at the numbers. I'm like, why are we not doing very many FHA streamlined refinances? And so I get everybody in a room and like, well, Robert, so many people have equity now that they can go to a conventional loan. And that's what's better for the consumer. And I'm like, you're right, guys. Great job. Good. <laughs> perfect. Love it. I'm glad we're not doing more FHA loans. You know, we thought we would. You know, when, when, the, when the industry, but I'll tell you, there's a lot of lenders out there doing a ton of them. Mm -hmm. And you know what that tells me? If I look at a company 
and they do not have four conventional refis for every FHA refi, then they're taking advantage of that consumer. Agreed. They are putting that consumer into a loan, not because it's the best thing for the consumer, but because it's the best thing for them. And how can you as a consumer protect yourself from that? You have to educate yourself because when you can look back at them and say, well, you know what? This crazy guy on the radio on Tuesday morning told me that it's probably better for me to go into a conventional loan than an FHA loan. So I need you to tell me why you think I don't qualify for a conventional loan and why you are so bent on putting me in a new FHA loan when I think I can save more money with a conventional loan. And if you don't like the answer you get from that guy, call somebody else and call somebody else. And if five people all tell you you don't qualify for the conventional loan, then you probably don't. Take the FHA loan. Save what you can save. But if you find somebody that says, hey, you know, I'm not greedy. Yeah, you're right. You, you can get the conventional loan. That's perfect. That's probably where you want to go because that's what's going to save you the most money. So if you're in that FHA loan, if you're in an FHA loan and you're paying that higher like makes you want to throw up every time you write your mortgage payment, FHA mortgage insurance premium. I mean, Rob, this this can be like 300 bucks a month on some loans. Major. Just getting thrown away in mortgage insurance and they can refinance to a conventional loan and it goes from 300 to zero if they've built up enough equity over the last 18 to 24 months, which with home appreciations, a lot of people have. And we can help you with all that. 855-773-8634. If you're listening and you have an FHA loan, even if you've talked to somebody else, talk to us. Let me give you a second opinion. Shop around. Get another quote. Empower yourself. Don't just take the first offer you're given. Don't let some company take advantage of you. Be a smart consumer. 855-773-8634. That's 855-RP-FUNDING. Or visit us on the web at rpfunding.com. Hey, Robert, I wanted to take a minute and get back to that savingthousands.com that you designed for the sake of our listeners, for the sake of the people out there that really, really could use more financial empowerment. You know, the people we're talking about, the folks that get to Wednesday and they've run out of money, but they've got to wait till Friday for a paycheck. If that sounds too familiar, you need to get empowerment from Robert Palmer, from the Saving Thousands app and from savingthousands.com. Now, I talked for a few moments a while ago about the Saving Thousands homepage. When you get on there, there's those tabs right across the top. Well, let's go further down on the page. If you get about one third of the way down, you'll see a tab there that you can hit and you will be listening to a recent radio show. That's great, you get to hear it from start to finish. Then directly below, you can click on some tabs that are gonna take you to financial information, whether it be radio shows, info modules, or articles by our Saving Thousands research team and Robert Palmer himself. Now, these eight tabs direct you to exactly the kind of empowerment that you're looking for. Now, tab number one, personal finance. Then, if you want to know everything about credit cards, radio shows, modules, and articles about credit cards that are cutting-edge, state-of-the-art, right here of what's happening today, not yesterday, you click on that. Credit scores. How often have you wondered about what makes up your credit score? Then we go on to mortgages and all things associated, home ownership, being a financial zombie and how that hurts your life, and of course, loans and banking. Then you scroll down a little bit more and you'll be looking at the top trending articles of the day. These are articles that more and more people are reading on demand. All of that and much, much more at savingthousands.com. Well, Robert, those who have been listening to the radio show for years know that RP Funding, one of your first companies, doesn't charge lender fees. But other mortgage companies live on those silly fees. Let's talk about that. They all thought I was crazy. You know, yeah, it was this whole idea that in the mortgage business, you have to take advantage of people and you can't be transparent. You have to charge all these stupid fees, even though we call them junk fees and every company just makes them up. Mm -hmm. Like there's no, it's like when you look at the normal like mortgage closing costs, you've got like doc stamps on the deed. Those are set by the state of Florida. You know, they're, they're set in stone. They're a set amount. There's title insurance. Those rates are set. They're called promulgated rates. They're set by the state insurance commission. You know, a, a survey is usually about the same money from different surveyors. Mm -hmm. The appraisal cost is like three fifty to four hundred dollars. They're pretty standard. And then you would get into the lender fees, the junk fees, and they would yeah. just make up numbers like, oh, underwriting nine hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. When this guy over here is like, underwriting's two hundred dollars. And what's the actual cost of underwriting? Nowhere near that. Oh, processing, that's $400, you know, just all these crazy fees. Mm. And then there's origination fees and mortgage broker fees. And what these are is they are fat. They are excess profit for the mortgage loan originator. And one of the reasons these mortgage loan originators need the excess profit is because they aren't actually the lender and they're not actually the servicer. 
And all they can do is make money by charging you fees up front, right? Where we as a lender and a servicer, we have the option, I can keep your loan and I can make a quarter point a year on it for the rest of your life. I can securitize your loan and then transfer the servicing in bulk. I can securitize your loan and keep the servicing. I can sell your loan to somebody else and let them securitize it. I have a lot of options. And so all of these options allow us to get more, you know, have more revenue per loan. Mm -hmm. And so that means we don't have to charge the fees. And that's really what the key to this is. The fees are just, they're excess, they're glut, they're, they're, they're pure profit. And the other reason a lot of companies have to charge fees is because they pay too high of commission to their salespeople. So what happens, Rob, is in most cases, the, the salesperson is completely responsible for going out and finding the business, right? right? No one's ever heard of this mortgage company. No one's ever called this mortgage company and asked for a home loan. No one knows who they are. And so they hire a salesperson. And they say, go find mortgage loans. And, and so what happens is this salesperson now has to go out and prospect and they go meet with, with real estate agents and they meet with attorneys and they meet with financial planners and you know they meet with their sphere of influence, sure. their cousins and uncles and aunts and nephews, and then they bring those loans into the mortgage company. Well, what happens is if that salesperson goes to another mortgage company, all of those people and relationships go with them. And so what happens is mortgage companies get in these bidding wars trying to attract these, these salespeople to leave where they are, leave mortgage company A and go to mortgage company B and bring all your clients with you. And so what happens is the way you attract that is you pay higher and higher and higher commission. Well, none of these companies want to bear the cost of that commission. So what they do is they raise their fees and they raise their rates in order to cover the ridiculous commission they're offering this salesperson mm -hmm. to get them to jump ship from mortgage company A to mortgage company B. I built a totally different model. Here, we take on the burden of making the phone ring. You know, we go out to the consumer with a great product, no lender fees, easy on-time process, $1,000 best deal guarantee, and I go talk about it on radio, and I talk about it on TV, and I put it on billboards, and I put it in your mailbox. And so when you call here, you're doing business with RP funding, not just the salesperson. And so my, my sales commissions are nothing. I mean, we pay a base salary and a bonus. We don't even pay traditional commissions. Mm -hmm. So where my competitor may be paying on a $200,000 loan, they're paying a $4,000 or $5,000 commission. I'm paying $600 in total salesperson compensation between salary and bonus, right? Who can give you a better deal? The guy mm -hmm. who's paying four to 5000 to the salesperson or the guy who's paying an average of 600 to the salesperson? And the funny thing is my salespeople actually make more money at the end of the year because they make it up in volume. Mm -hmm. So I've been able to attract the best of the best. Some of the best, the best mortgage loan originators in Central Florida work for me for way less per transaction because they get to make it up in volume. At the end of the year, they know their W-2 says more than the competitor, but that lets me give better deals to the consumer. I mean, it just works. It's such an easy system, but I still have people that look at me skeptically like, well, where are the fees? Well, how do you yeah. make money? I don't I'm know. like, I, I make money by not overpaying commission because we're not desperate for that business. The competitor is desperate. He doesn't know how to make his phone ring. He doesn't know where his next client is coming from. The only thing he knows how to do to get more business is go offer salespeople higher commissions. Well, if the only way you can grow your business is by paying higher and higher commissions, what happens? You have to raise your cost. You have to mm -hmm. raise your price. You can't give the consumer the same deal as I can because you pay too dang much in commission. It's that easy. It's that simple. And, and people still are skeptical about it. So whatever. That's how we do it. We don't charge fees. We give you a great deal. That's what RP Funding is all about. If you're buying a home, if you're refinancing, whatever you're doing, give us a call right now. 855-773-8634. That's 855-RP-Funding. 855-773-8634. Or visit us on the web at rpfunding.com. And that number again is 855-773-8634. 855-773-8634. And oh, by the way, let me give you another handy telephone number that is free with no obligation, but this is our home value hotline. You can always call it at 866-222-8231. That's 866-222-8231 to get the most accurate evaluation of your home's value. Now, why is it accurate? It's accurate because local real estate professionals have teamed up with Robert Palmer and they actually sell and buy real estate right in your neighborhood. So who better to give you the value of your home? No computer out in California is going to take into account all the things that the local real estate industry does when it comes to valuing a home. Maybe it's where the expressway is going. Maybe it's where are the new shopping and entertainment areas. Maybe it's where the new hospital areas are going in and all the jobs that are associated or expansion of the university, whatever it might be. A computer farm in California knows nothing about what's happening in your neighborhood. 
in your backyard, in your city. They're not taking into consideration that there's a new beltway that might bring hundreds of homes and shopping avenues to you. So go with the Home Value Hotline, 866-222-8231, 866-222-8231. Robert, we always hear when we apply for a loan, I remember the first time I applied for a car loan, and they said, well, your credit score is a little bit iffy. Well, how do they come up with my credit score? How do I know what my credit score is? I mean, and what all goes into it? So can you take us to the mysterious world of credit scores? Uh, so by us, it's looked at, we, we really don't consider them that significant. However, the credit score is still going to ding you pretty heavily. Yeah, yeah. So I had a, I got a medical collection filed against me a while back. And uh, I was able to get it taken off my credit because they never notified me. And I, I have proof they never notified me. And they're required under the, eh, I think we use like the Fair Collection Something Act. And I had one of my attorneys call and explain to them that they failed to properly notify me because no one ever notified me. It was like $100. And no if, due anyone process. Had, if anyone had ever called me, I would have given them the $100. Uh, no one ever did. And so I didn't know about it. And so all of a sudden I get the alert from Equifax that I have a collection on my credit. This, this was like at 630 in the morning. And uh, this is probably a good story for follow-up for tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, so I get woken up in the morning with my alert on my phone going off from Equifax telling me I have a collection. And it dropped my credit score, Rob, from a 780 to like a 680 or a 690. It dropped me to wow. a 690. So from a 780 to a 690 overnight. And then as soon as I got it deleted from my credit, my score went right back up to where Thank it was. Goodness. So it, very damaging uh, when it immediately happens. Uh, paying it off will make it hurt you less. But getting it deleted is obviously the preference. And, mm -hmm. and so the standing I used to get it deleted was they failed to notify me. So they are required to notify you. And so, you know, we basically called them and said, hey, we want proof that you notified me. My attorney did, and they didn't have it because they never did. Had they notified me, I would have paid it. And so if, if a collection agency does not notify you, they cannot put that on your credit. There's There are certain rules they have to follow. Good. So so I've dealt with a lot of this stuff, you know. And, and my thing is because I own a big credit company, my credit has to be perfect. It does. And so I am constantly fighting to make sure – and that's where a lot of the experience and things we talk about here on the show come from is my personal experiences, you know, from monitoring my own credit. Well, if you're just tuning in, we're saving thousands with Robert Palmer right here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. Throughout each show, you probably hear Robert Palmer refer to the rules. All right. Now, these are the Saving Thousands rules to success. Guidelines, if you will. Your financial GPS. I mean, that's what it's all about. These are rules that Robert has come up with after a lifetime in the mortgage and financial industry. He's seen how some people can have an 850 credit score while other people simply have a 580 credit score. Well, what's the difference? Well, the difference is their knowledge of finance and how they use their money and how for a lot of people, they put their money to work for them. And that gets them even more financial empowerment. Well, it's not out of reach for every single person that has come across this radio show today. It's very, very easy. But like everything else in life, you got to know the rules. You can't just sit down at a Las Vegas casino and just throw money on the table. You've got to know the rules of the game. I mean, you can't just go out there on a football field and grab the ball and do anything with it you want. You've got to know the rules of the game. Well, with finance, it's so much more important. I mean, we're not talking about a game here, and we're not talking about gambling with our extra cash. We're talking about the very cash that makes up our livelihood, the very cash that we work for that then we have to make great use of. And most of us don't do that. We're financial zombies. So the Saving Thousands rules are a collection of rules that can really help you out. And rule number 14 is reduce your interest cost whenever you can. Robert, what are we talking about here? Yeah, it really just uh, it kind of fits into all the rules coming together. Again, you know, you can shop around for better deals. There's always better deals out there. But I guess the, the real point and the real meat of this rule is that we have to be vigilant about trying to actively reduce our interest costs whenever we can. Mm -hmm. And so one of the technologies that I'm trying to to build for SavingThousands.com is kind of a, a score, right? Like we all, we all know about the credit score. Right. And the credit score talks about how likely you are to pay I want to build a score that tells you how well you're doing on reducing interest costs, right? So the oh. idea is if you put in the amount of your interest on your car and you put in the amount of interest on your house and you put in the amount of interest on your credit cards, we'll then give you back a score which tells you if you're doing a great job uh, and you're paying very little interest <laughs> or if you're doing a crappy job and you're overpaying on most of these things. You know, if you think about the fact there, you know, there are car loans out there at 2 and 3%, yet we see people paying 7, 8, 9, 10%. 
You know, home loans are in the threes and fours, and there's people out there paying six, seven, and eight percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, student loans can be consolidated and refinanced. Credit cards, you can take advantage of zero uh, percent interest deals. There's there's credit cards out there with eighteen months at zero percent interest, twenty one you know, months of zero percent interest. So why is anyone paying credit card interest? You know, and, and that's where this rule is all about. Uh, people understanding the amount of money they can save. I think we get lost in this world. And again, this isn't our fault. This is this is how the the big financial institutions, the guys getting rich off of all that interest, want mm-hmm. you to think about it, right? They want you to think that, oh, refinancing is too expensive, I shouldn't do it, or, oh, those 0% interest rate credit cards, they're too hard to get, or there's got to be some kind of gimmick, it's too good to be true. Uh, and it's really not. You know, Read the fine print, understand what you're getting into, but don't be afraid to reduce your interest rates and understand the amount of money it can save you. You know, If you have a $10,000 credit card and you're paying 20% interest, that's $2,000 a year. So just by transferring that balance to a 0% credit card, Right. And you got to watch out for the balance transfer fees. Again, you got to read the fine print. You got to do your homework. But if you can reduce that interest down to zero, and there are cards that offer both 0% interest and no balance transfer fees, but you take that same $10,000 and you move it over, and now you're saving $2,000. So if it's an 18 month zero interest deal, that's $3,000 in savings in interest. That's a lot of money. And, and we, we don't think of interest in terms of dollars and cents. We get so hung up on interest, it's just a number, it's a rate. What does it mean? Well, yeah, I should have a lower interest rate, but what does it really mean for me? What does it really do for me? You've got to look at the dollars and cents savings because the amount of money you can save in your life by reducing these interest rates can be substantial. Uh, you know, if you've got a car that was financed at a higher rate, maybe when you bought the car, your FICO score wasn't the greatest. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you hadn't started listening to this show yet. You weren't following the 15 saving thousands principles. And so you found yourself in a place where you had a low FICO score. And so you're paying a very high interest rate on your car. Stop it. Right? You know, I mean, so many people <laughs> would just keep the car loan to term. So if when you got the car, maybe your credit score was a 600, and so they stuck you with a 9% interest rate, well, today your FICO score is 750, refinance the car, uh-huh. lower the interest rate, do the same thing with your mortgage, do the same thing with your credit cards. We've got to diligently try to reduce our interest rates whenever possible. And the ways to do this are to find better deals out there, which is rule number one shopping around. Go find the better deal and then take advantage of it. And again, this applies to credit cards. This applies to student loans. This applies to car loans. And this applies to mortgages. And mortgages, the big one, that's the biggest balance we all carry. You know, and that's the one I, I help people with is the mortgage side, Rob. Sure. You know, and, and if, if you do have a high interest rate on your mortgage, you need to refinance it. You need to drop that rate. You need to take advantage of that savings. Quick lining the pocket of the company you're making your payments to now. I mean, look at this. Look at what they're paying us on savings accounts and CDs. It's nothing. No. And there's still people out there paying interest rates on mortgages in the fives and sixes and sevens. They need to refinance. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you know, again, my goal is to help people succeed, help consumers succeed. And on the mortgage side, I can do even more because that's one of my businesses. Right. And so when you refinance your mortgage with one of my companies, RP Funding, we pay all the closing costs. You know, it's not a gimmick. It's not a trick. I took two and a half million dollars out of my advertising budget, and I've been using it to pay all the closing costs, which on a $200,000 loan is like $4,100 in savings and closing costs just by refinance. You know, that's the money you're not going to pay in closing costs when you refinance with us. So then you get to take advantage of today's low rates. You get to lower that interest because, look, anytime you're going to reduce interest, you've got to look at the upfront cost, right, Rob? So if I can get a 0% interest credit card, but they're going to hit me with a 10% balance transfer fee, that's going to wipe out all my savings. If I could lower my mortgage rate by two points, but they're going to hit me for a bunch of closing costs, that's going to wipe out all my savings. Yeah. And so while I don't have a credit card company I can help people out with, I, I can't, I don't have a bank, I don't offer credit cards, I can help you on the mortgage side. Mm-hmm. And so I can give you a mortgage with zero closing costs so that anything you save on the interest is immediate savings in your pocket and all you have to do is pick up the phone and give us a call. Get your free, no obligation mortgage quote right now from RP Funding, 855-773-8634. Let me help you reduce your interest rates. Let me help you follow rule number 14. Let me help you save money every month by reducing the interest rate on that mortgage. Let me do it for you with no closing costs because I'm going to pay them all. I'm not going to bury them somewhere. I'm not going to hide them on the back. I'm not going to stick them under your pillow at night. I am simply going to pay them with money I took out of my advertising budget. And all you have to do is pick up the phone right now to get a free, no obligation quote from my staff showing you what that looks like, what zero closing costs and today's low rates look like at 855-773-8634. I'm helping you follow rule number 14 at 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. 
855-773-8634. And if you're wondering about a refi, a couple of things come to mind. One is you might want to know what your home is worth because many of you are still listening and you're under the misconception that your home never recovered from the crash. Well, I bet it has, and I bet it has more than you'll ever know. And the best way to know that is to call the Home Value Hotline. Let a local real estate professional give you a very accurate assessment of what your home is worth, not some computer that's basing it on age-old sales prices and age-old square footage. That's not the way to do it. The Home Value Hotline, 866-222-8231. No obligation there. These are people that's going to help you, 866-222-8231, or the Home Value text line. Text your home address, nothing else, just your home address. Text it to our five-digit texting address, which is 35353. And Robert, please don't let anybody out there listening to us right now fall prey to the advertiser who's going to show up on this radio station later on in the day and say, I'm going to give you a refi with no application fee. Right. Oh, please. Yeah, again, the, the key is to look at all the costs. Yeah, we want to have no closing costs. We want You do not want to pay the doc stamps, the intangible tax, the title insurance. You don't want to pay any of it. And, and thanks to my company, you don't have to. You can refinance with no closing costs right now while we're running this special until the $2.5 million bucks runs out. Let me help you lower your interest rate. Let me help you take advantage of today's low rates. Let me help you follow rule number 14. Let me help you pay less money every month on your mortgage and stop wasting money on interest. 855-773-8634. 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. Can this dovetail, Robert, into a discussion of mortgage insurance and how much that that's costing everybody that's listening to us right now? Can I get some relief by refining my loan that I have out here? Yeah, so let's talk about what mortgage insurance, PMI, private mortgage insurance, MIP, mortgage insurance premium, what, what these things really are. And so when you buy a home, uh, everyone has to pay, if they have a mortgage, they got to pay interest and mm-hmm. principal, which is the, you know, the interest is the interest rate. So if you take the interest rate times your balance and divide it by 12, that's how much interest you're paying every month. Right. Then you have a piece of that payment going toward principal. This is the good number. This is the number that makes the <laughs> balance go down every month. This is building the equity in your home. And then taxes and homeowners insurance, which two things we can't get away from. Right. We got to pay our property taxes and we have to have insurance on the home in case it gets blown away by a hurricane or burns down. <laughs> now, the fifth number that some people pay is called private mortgage insurance. Not to be confused with that homeowner's insurance, property casualty insurance mm-hmm. that protects you against the home burning down or getting blown down by a hurricane. This PMI, this private mortgage insurance or MIP, mortgage insurance premium, uh, only protects the lender. It doesn't do anything for you. And so the idea is if you put less than 20% down when you buy a home, okay, uh, you have to have this PMI coverage because Mm. if you don't make your payments and the lender has to foreclose, they would lose a bunch of money. And so to protect themselves from those losses, they buy a PMI policy or a mortgage insurance premium policy to protect them. But I've got to pay for it. You have to pay for it. I don't like that. You've got to pay for it in your payment every single month. Mm. And so to me, this is even worse than interest, (laughs) right? Paying interest is bad enough. Paying interest and PMI is just terrible. And so what we find, Rob, is most people, because we've seen a very, very healthy housing market over the last couple of years. Yeah. So people who bought a home in the last couple of years can usually refinance and eliminate that PMI, eliminate that MIP, because they've got more equity now. Good job. And so now, even if you can't reduce your interest rate, right? Maybe you bought your home when interest rates were already great. And so you don't save a lot of money on the interest rate. If you can save money on the PMI the refinance is probably still worth it because eliminating that PMI can save you some serious money. And let's go back and and remember, the only time, the only negatively downside to the refinance is the closing costs. But if there are no closing costs because Mm. I'm paying them all, now the money you save by eliminating your PMI, by taking advantage of a refinance, is pure savings with no cost to you because I'm paying all the closing costs. And all you have to do is pick up the phone and give us a call to get a free mortgage quote at 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634, or go to rpfunding.com. Let me ask you a question on that too, Robert, if I can. And that would be, a lot of people need to follow the rule number two, which is know your numbers. I know it's going to be difficult to find how much interest we're paying on a credit card, but how do we find out how much that PMI or MIP is costing us a month? So this is what's tricky. A, a lot of banks lump the PMI into your Ooh. escrow number on your... So when you look at your mortgage statement, they will say 
principal and interest is a thousand, and then taxes, insurance, and mortgage insurance is whatever. Ooh, I don't like. And that. so they lump it all together. And so you may have to make a phone call. You may have to go online. If you dig into the fine print, you can usually find it somewhere. But however much your yearly taxes are and your yearly insurance are, if you divide those by 12, whatever else you're paying, that's what's going toward the PMI. Ouch. Uh, and again, if you have an FHA loan that you got a couple years ago, that PMI is very, very high. Mm -hmm. uh, if you had a low, again, this is, we talked about this in the past. So let's say when you bought your car, you had a low credit score, so you paid a higher rate. The same right. thing can happen with a mortgage. Uh, if you have a low credit score, the PMI goes through the roof. Mm. Uh, so when your credit score is lower, if you go FHA, the PMI is very high. If you go conventional with a low credit score, the PMI is very, very high. So people who had a little bit lower credit score when they bought the home can save the most if their credit has recovered because the PMI they pay is much more expensive. I mean, oh. it can be as much as two to three times uh, as expensive for the same PMI policy for someone with a 620 credit score versus an 800 credit score. Gosh. And so that PMI is very, very expensive in these cases. And anyone out there who's paying PMI needs to let us take a look at that mortgage, needs to let us take a look at that mortgage statement and see if we can't save them some money by freeing them from that PMI. And it's a simple phone call at 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. RP Funding is my mortgage company, one of the Robert Palmer companies, RP mm -hmm. Funding. 855-773-8634. Give us a call. Let us put you together a free mortgage quote. Let us show you what zero closing costs and today's low interest rates look like and how much money you can save. Let me help you follow rule number 14. Let me help you reduce your monthly interest expenses. Let me help you eliminate that PMI if we can. 855-773-8634. 855-773-8634 or rpfunding.com. Well, Robert, <laughs> we've done it again. How many times have we come to the end of a show? In over eight years, we have recorded and gone live on hundreds and hundreds of radio shows. And I just want to thank you for the consumer empowerment you've given me, but also on behalf of all of our listeners, thank you for paying it forward. Thank you for sharing your time and your expertise with all of us. I've learned a lot in eight years, and I still have a lot yet to learn, but I'm having a good time doing it. And so is everybody at the Robert Palmer family of companies. Folks, from the very first phone call, from the very first time you call the company at that number Robert keeps giving, that 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634, you'll see that it all starts with customer service. You will not believe in this day and times that you'll get such friendly service with no obligations. There's nobody trying to trick you into anything. It's all right there for you at the Robert Palmer family of companies. And all of us that come to work every day, we come to work with a smile on our face because we know that we're empowering you, that we're helping people. And most of all, we're helping people get to that American dream, home ownership and being in charge of their money, because that's what it's all about. Make the call from that very first person you talk to. If you're going for a mortgage all the way through closing, you'll become the biggest fan of RP funding. So whatever division of this company you call, we know that you are going to have an enjoyable, great experience. It's as simple as that. 855-773-8634. Open to any questions you've got about finance. If you're looking for a preferred realtor, if you're looking for a preferred real estate company, if you're looking for anybody that has anything to do with finance, we're here for you. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.